welcome in uh, the voice of Baylor basketball, the voice of the Bears. Pat Nunley joins us from Indianapolis. <laughs> Good morning to you. You know, <laughs> J-Mo, here's the deal. Yes. So I feel like I feel like a shooting guard who's been moved <laughs> to play the point. And I, I'm a bit of a fish out of water. All I can say is I miss you, and I can't wait for you to be sitting in that play-by-play chair. And me right next to you, by the way. But uh, yes. this, is, this is heavy lifting, man. Uh, well, you know, you're just uh, you're perfectly suited for the color role, but you do so well. I've, let me tell you, I've heard so many comments from people, and they kind of say it to me like, should I say this to him? <laughs> but they say, what a great job you and David are doing. And I say, I absolutely yeah. agree. So great job. Well, well, it's you know, it's fun. And, and it's <laughs> fun because they're good. They are very good. And, um, uh, you know, we'll get into their personnel and all the details, but the one thing we can say in two games is we've offensively not a problem. I mean, this team has some firepower and John, it's at five spots. Wow. I mean, I, I wondered about the role that LJ Cryer would play and defensively he's not where he needs to be, of course. And I think he'd be the first to tell you that, but offensively, He's a Big 12 guard, no wow, question. man. <laughs> so, it's interesting. Yeah. Well, that term firepower you just used, you used it a lot during those first two games, and uh, it, it's very descriptive because, man, the offensive productivity in those wins over Louisiana and Washington is uh, very impressive. Yeah, and they at times made it look easy. And, and neither one of those teams had any interest in guarding anybody. And so we'll figure out tomorrow night a little more about ourselves. Same thing on Saturday. But uh, they, uh, they share the ball so well, and they're willing to make an extra pass or two. Um, it, it's just impressive to watch them play together. And I think one thing you can see, John, among particularly the three that start, is that, that they have played together, there is chemistry, they anticipate one another really well, and those three in particular play collectively very well. And I think Flagler is a great addition to that group because he's got some savvy, again, having played at the college level and having set out and played against those guys in practice every day. So it's if there's a there cannot be a better group of five guards in the country than these guys. Yeah, show them to me if there is. I, I don't see how there could yeah. be. Yeah, but and that familiarity with each other, you know, the returning guys with uh, Davion Mitchell and Macy Oteague and uh, and of course Jared Butler. Uh, in when in all the wonkiness of this season, don't you think that's a big factor? Uh, like you said, just yeah. the the time that they've spent together and played together already. Yeah, it's a good point, John. I mean, look at football. Football didn't have spring training. They had a new coach. They had a new kind of everything. And, you know, it's just been hard for them. It's been a little clunky. For this team, you can tell there is chemistry already. Now, there's some guys they've got to work in, but they're, they are a team. They're a unit for sure. And I think that's going to help a lot because they, they have played very, very well the first two games. Um, and it's looked seamless. You can, you know, John, you can see this too. You watch a team from where we sit on the sidelines and you can tell whether they're together or not. And this team is very together. Pat Nunley with us, the outstanding play-by-play voice of Baylor basketball. <laughs> My name is uh, Wally Pip, and uh, <laughs> Pat joining us from Indianapolis, uh, where the Bears have a couple of games coming up this week. And Pat, you're talking about that depth they have in the chemistry. How much are they going to have to rely on that over these next two games with Illinois and Gonzaga? Uh, it'll be really important. I, I think what's really going to matter is, and, and this is a question mark for us if we've got one, it's a pretty big one, 
is rim protection. We, we have to protect the rim. It, it's funny. One of the coaches was saying, I mean, I asked the question, can we win with what we're doing along the baseline right now, trying to fill the gap that was left by Freddie Gillespie? And, and the coach said, we can win, but can we win-win? I'm not sure. And win-win is win championships. So it's early. I mean, we're just two games in. But I think the big question mark is, can we protect the rim? And I thought against Washington, you saw um, Jonathan Chumwa Chachua, by the way, I had to work on <laughs> Good that. Good job, yeah. <laughs> take a re- yeah, take a, take a really big step towards being able to do that. So he and Flo Thamba will have that job. But people underestimate the hole that Freddie Gillespie left for us. I mean, defensively, this guy put on a clinic every game in terms of help defense, protecting the rim, blocking shots. So I think that's the bigger question in these next two games. We've got to have it to win big. And if we win two this week, we're winning big. Hmm. Uh, another, I mean, you bring up a good point with the, the rim protection. Another thing a lot of people were concerned about was the rebounding, especially with Tristan not being able to play this season. How have they adapted to that over the first two games? Pretty well. You know, they out-rebounded Washington 50-19. to 19. And Vital had 15. Um, Chachua had nine. Maceo Teague had six or seven. Maceo's a really good rebounding guard, and, and they're counting on him to do that. So I, I think um, rebounding-wise, we, we've uh, picked up whatever slack that, that Freddie left us. We need to continue to do that. But I think, I think Vital's the guy, really, to uh, set the tone on the glass. We were, we were so much more physical than Washington the other night. It was uh, a little alarming, actually, yeah. to see uh, one Division One team get uh, just pushed around by another, and, and they actually did that to Washington. Pat, uh, the broadcasts in Vegas, uh, I, I, I don't think I know where y'all were set up. Were you close to the floor? Were you away from the floor? How, how similar or different were those broadcasts than in past years? Uh, we were right on the floor, okay. amazingly. Okay. But, John, it is so quiet in there, it's <laughs> yeah. unnerving. I, you know, uh, you can hear every word that the officials say to one another. Oh, man. Which was interesting. It was funny, too. I guess not all that funny, but uh, Vital was called for a technical for uttering a bad word. <laughs> and um, and the coaches were, were a little bit bent out of shape about that. And I said, well, I mean, he said a bad word. And one of the coaches said to me, do you not think there are other bad words that are uttered in the course of a basketball game? The problem is you can hear it now. Yeah, exactly. And, and the officials hear every bit of it, and the fans hear it, and if and all six of them in the stands. And if a fan hears it and an official doesn't call it, then fans are going, you know, who's, yeah. who's running this place? Yeah, right. It was really an interesting dynamic. It, it's unnerving how quiet it is in that arena. Wow. Maybe it'll be different tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, and and you're right in that uh, everybody can hear it, and so you got to call something, right? I mean, you, <laughs> you almost have to call that. Uh, but uh, the protocols, like around, if you were set up uh, right by the uh, bench or, or at least on, at courtside and around the hotel, how's that been similar or different? Uh, very different. Yeah, I mean, we get tested every day, and we're all walking around with raw noses. <laughs> but it, it is, it's very different uh, in Las Vegas. John, Las Vegas is a ghost town right wow. now. Wow. It, it's there. There was nobody in the hotel. Interesting. We're in line to get food at one of the meals, 
and I struck up a conversation with the guy serving us. He said this weekend, this past weekend, uh-huh. was the first weekend he had worked in nine months. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That's one That's one guy. Yeah. In Las Vegas. And I, we're in Indianapolis right now, and I'm looking out our window, and there's just nobody. There's just nobody moving. It's it's really eerie, actually. Wow. So it's very, very different to ask, answer your question. Is there, uh, you're in Indianapolis, any conversation there that you've heard or seen in the papers or heard on the radio maybe about uh, them maybe being the bubble for uh, the entire NCAA tournament this year? Yeah, not yet. Mm-hmm. Not yet, but, um, you know, just anecdotal here and there. I, a guy who went to Wisconsin, uh, sat me down last night. We were just talking about basketball, and he asked me about that, and mm-hmm. I obviously don't have the inside scoop, but it's pretty cool. I mean, this is a really neat, clean town, Midwestern town, and right now I think I could throw a rock to Lucas Oil Stadium. Wow. Uh, we are that close, mm-hmm. yeah, and there are hotels everywhere. So it's, I think it's a nice place to do it if that's what they choose to do. Pat, uh, Illinois coming up tomorrow night. Uh, yeah, I'd kind of forgotten until I started looking at the notes, but that's Brad Underwood, who uh, we know from Stephen F. Austin and a year at, at Oklahoma State. He's the head coach of the Illini. Yeah, yeah, and they're good. Yeah. And they're really good. This is going to be fun. They've got the uh, preseason All-American, first-team All-American, Ayu DeSumo, I think is his name. If I, well, I know that's his name. I don't know if I pronounced it right. <laughs> Um, and then they've got um, one of the best big men in the league, freshman of the year in the league a year ago, seven foot, 285 pounds, slimmed down to 285. Wow! So they're they're a big time team, and uh, this is a this is a game that it, it's kind of interesting how uh, other teams are circling Baylor on their schedules as games that can really get them to the next level. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Illinois feels that way about this one tomorrow night. But they are plenty good. They're really fast. They're really physical. Um, they're just uh, a team that is going to really defend us. We haven't been defended yet, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, we haven't been uh, smacked around the way they're going to do it. They're a Big Ten team, and they're among the leaders of the Big Ten. So it's a different dynamic for sure. It's it's a, Tomorrow we'll have an upper echelon Big 12 feel to it for sure. Is Coach Drew back with the team? No, he'll be here tomorrow, as I understand. Actually, he'll be here today, as I understand it. Uh, he's been with the team electronically. He's done a couple of. He's worked a couple of film sessions with them. Uh, he gave a pregame talk, uh, both of the games virtually. But my understanding is he'll be, he'll be here today, and you know he's good to go now that he's had the. He's had the COVID, um, and it's run its course. He's good to go. And my understanding is that he has been asymptomatic the entire time, uh, which I'm sure has driven him even more crazy. (laughs) But he'll be back in. Yeah, he'll be back in tomorrow or today. When you look at that and this whole situation, how it unfolded, how important is it to have a guy like Coach Tang on staff who could could easily be a head coach anywhere in the nation, but to step in, especially in all the uncertainty surrounding this season? Yeah, that is a really good point. People underappreciate that. Um, You don't lose a step with Coach Tang at all. They are so in sync. I mean, they have been together from day one at Baylor, and one can just read the other. Um, And and it's not just Coach Tang. I mean, this this coaching staff works extremely well together. So, uh, you know, Coach Drew is the leader of the ship, and he's indispensable. But without him, 
Coach Tang, I, I thought, has been just great. But he's very, very quick. Like, it's funny, in the interview the other night, he came in to sit down after the game, and I interviewed him as Baylor's head coach, and he was very quick to say, associate head coach. <laughs> I said, okay, 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 I gave you a promotion. <laughs> but um, they haven't missed a beat with him. He's awesome. Yeah, he's done a great job. And, again, you and David have done a great job on the broadcast. Uh, enjoy listening, and we'll be tuned in tomorrow night and then again on Saturday. So uh, you guys uh, stay safe there in Indianapolis and uh, bring home a couple more wins if you can. We sure will. Miss you guys. Look forward to seeing you, J-Mo. Same here. Thanks very much, Pat. Appreciate it. All right. All right, we'll see you soon. All right. Pat Nunley uh, doing play-by-play on Baylor basketball.